Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. It's the week of June 30th, 2021. Thank you for tuning into the Lumber Connection. I'm joined by my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Thank you both for joining me for another update in what has become a very interesting year for wood. Hey, Molly. How are you? Hi. I have a lot of question marks in my questions today. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to just start by saying, and hopefully I don't make anyone mad, it feels a little bit like the... uh, the lumber bubble is popping, has popped, I'm not sure, but that may not be exactly accurate. So as usual, give me your take on the market over the last couple of weeks. I think that's uh, the lumber bubble has popped is closed. I'd consider it more of uh, the lumber cyst, if you will. It got pretty gross there at the end, but quite a bit of the air in the market has, has come off and products have corrected you know, very far over the last few weeks here. So yeah, in general, that's a good way to summarize what we're dealing with in the trade day to day. I feel like uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, The Shining right now. <laughs> kind of losing it a little bit. Uh, no, but it's uh, I, I joking, but um, but not really. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I think um, I think we got or we're, we're in the the midst of, um, and we could be coming to to some. I think we're getting closer to some sort of. Uh, change in our environment and trading of lumber. Um, I think we're sooner, obviously very much closer than that than we were six weeks ago when this started. So I think we kind of were, were in what we what we all expected to happen at some point, which was the mighty swift correction. And that's what we had. And I know I, we touched on it last week and some of the kind of the items that that brought that this into play, um, kind of this perfect storm on the on the other side of the the other maybe perfect storm that we had, but we came to a point with transportation being backlogged, and, and I'll kind of recap and and uh, last week, and we came to a point with shipments being delayed. We really had a big, sizable purchase there, kind of at the end of that run when there was a little bit more available wood due to the fact that guys kind of throwing threw in the old towel, and uh, because it had been so difficult to be able to buy any wood obviously up until that that point so a little bit of extra wood or maybe a lot in some cases was purchased at kind of a pivot point in the market and then this the the big box that shift you know we we kind of saw that coming i know we talked about it on here several weeks ago too just that the the trade was changing at the home center level and starting to see some quietness as people were transitioning to um, getting out of the house versus being locked in it uh, for a long time right? A year plus, year and a half, um, darn near. So country started to open up, people were getting out of their backyards, done working on fences and decks for the time being. We really saw a big piece of the trade really quiet up and, and a lot of wood that was called for was now un, being uncalled for entering the marketplace. So the market is corrected so drastically that it has scared everyone to the point that their run inventories to darn near zero before they think about buying some wood at this point. And so it's put a lot of pressure. And, and I think labor labor's still an issue. It's gotten a little bit better in spots. Um, again, as things open up a little bit, labor's still certainly an issue. I don't want to, to, to say that it's not, but it seems to be better a little bit in certain spots, at least with some sawmills, and production has been running. I mean, we've touched on that too over the weeks, that these guys are running it full blow and go. So 
long story short, market is still in a in a correction period. Again, I think we're getting very close to to some sort of change or potential buy in the market, just to the fact that there hasn't been much being done over the last six weeks. And when that happens, generally it's time to replenish to some degree. So yeah, tough slugging out there right now. The fight is uh, the fight is tough, and um, you know the 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 buyer in essence, is is definitely an advantage right now in this market. Well, let's talk about that just in a little bit more detail. I mean, do you feel like buyers are hesitant isn't really the word, I guess. Do you feel like buyers are holding off on purchasing right now to see if the market comes down even more? Or is it that they've really just got what they need and they're not buying because they don't really have a reason to? Yeah, I, I think it's it's twofold. And I think first and foremost, nobody is still saying nobody wants to catch a falling knife, right? It, and we're in that situation. So I think people are looking for for proof uh, when the market does does change and almost willing to pay for it, and maybe wait for it even, right? To make sure that that they're quote unquote buying the bottom or buying the best they can. Now again, I want to say there is still activity and there's some liquidity and there's been liquidity on the way down. I.e., it's taken some big chunks from sawmills to discount their lumber to get it to a, to a place where a buyer feels good about it. But obviously the, there hasn't been enough um, to sustain any sort of price levels really on, on much of anything. But again, I think it goes, harkens back to my original statement that it just people, when it's falling the way this has fall, which has historically never happened, right? Just like the way it went up, but even more so on the way down, when you look at randomized print, it's, it's crazy. And so if someone's thinking, man, this thing's falling two, three hundred dollars a week. If I wait a week and I buy it for two or three hundred dollars cheaper, well, you darn might well be able to. And anybody that tells you the difference, probably lying to you, unless they know something I don't, which is very possible as well. But um, now there's got to be a breaking point at some point, right? Um, for the Canadians, um, that point's coming here pretty darn quick um, before it's not profitable for them to to produce lumber. So there's going to be some changes there, I would think. Could be a big movement of lumber going somewhere else other than, than the U.S. of A., of course, too. There's lots of possibilities out there. Nothing set in stone, but there will become a breaking point where I feel like the mills are going to dig their heels and say, you know, no more. And they're going to try to figure something else out. So I expect to see that out of Canada with the stumpage fees. You know, you're, you're, you're getting to a level of price-wise for them that, again, as I said, it's not going to be profitable. So in the South, that's a different story. They're going to continue to pump it out. But, uh, you know, I think that's where it's it's undervalued any other species as it is right now, but in, in, at least in the narrows. And I think that could happen or, or could continue. How much more? I don't know. Um, there's definitely some volume uh, that's been found in some, some recent levels here over the past week. And some of the narrows and four inch and six inch mills have been able to, to tighten up a little bit, but it hasn't been enough, clearly. So we'll kind of see where we're we're headed here. But what are your thoughts, Ken, on that? I mean, yeah, it's similar. I mean, now the West, the West, like like we've said the last few weeks, you know, the weakest item screws tied to the futures board. The dug for items are soft, but they aren't necessarily as soft as spruce. Um, I think a lot of people with mixed bag of, of inventory levels throughout the field. Some guys really do have enough wood and can hold out for a while. Uh, I get the feeling other guys, just like Justin's saying, don't want to catch the falling knife and have stayed out of the market while shipping very well, which is a smart strategic play, frankly, and I'm glad those folks are doing that. But I do feel after the 4th of July holiday, there will be some replenishing. Now, do I necessarily think that that's enough replenishing to give the market some legs and bottoming out? I'm not overly confident about that. 
But it's, you know, the week before the 4th of July is almost a, a fool's gold week anyway, in a sense. Even if the market was going up, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week, by the time the podcast comes out, would be quiet anyway, even if it was an up market. Just naturally, by the way, of a holiday in the lumber market, it's just how it goes. So Historically speaking. Yeah, historically, sure. correct. So, but I do expect there to be some guys, you know, back from family vacations, kids are out of school, they're taking a family trip because COVID's over. You know, they go ahead, do that, get it behind them. Then they sit back at their desk, really evaluate what's going on and likely might have some needs to fill in. Again, I, I'm not, you know, I am not advising any of my component manufacturers to go buy three months, four months, five months of wood right now. Obviously, that's not a smart strategic play for a lumber buyer. But just being cognizant of, you know, the fact that there will be more activity and more trades going on after the holiday. You could be wrong, too. Could be the best time ever. Right. And, and truthfully, <laughs> three, four months. <laughs> right now, and frankly, I mean, in some products, studs, two by four nines, for example, which always lead a market up and down. I mean, there's some of those species are feeling like they're bottoming right now. I mean, that could be the week while it's nice and quiet. I mean, that's when a market really bottoms is when no one's chipping in, just a few, few brave guys making offers and stealing wood from people. So, I mean, in, necessary, in some of the trust material out in the West, we're doing, you know, select strap, one and better web stock, that kind of stuff. I don't think that's necessarily at the end of its downward drop, but we're getting real close. So Justin's totally right. I mean, you know, you get rewarded for participating in these markets. Well, I don't know. Neither of us know if we're right. We don't know anything really, a little bit. I mean, we're, we yeah. we used to trade a fair amount of lumber. It's been a little tighter here recently. but uh. Right. Well, and both sides are risky, too. <laughs> buying wood, risky. Not buying wood, risky. Sure. I mean, there's no perfect answer, right? I mean, assess your tolerance level, your business's tolerance level for risk, and, you know, assess how much you've sold, how much you're shipping out, how much you're buying. Give a high five to every one of your salesmen. Make sure company morale is good. Yeah. Celebrate 2021 and get ready for another great year. Because business, no doubt, is still good. I mean, I had a trade of, of almost 30 trucks yesterday to one one company down south, and they need wood. And they're, they're stoked about the price, too. I'm really stoked about the shipment because you can actually get wood right now. And again, prompt wood is going to mean seven to 10 days in most cases, depending on where it's going. Because uh, trucking is still that that difficult, um, so that's part of it too. Got to think ahead a little bit, but um, but there's some you know at least in the in the in a, in a short hysterical time frame, there's some value at these levels, right? I mean, again, if we're looking over an 18 month period, um, we still face a lot of the same challenges. So just when you think you you might know something, the market will tell you you don't know anything, and so you know when it feels feels euphoric, the end is near, and when it feels like you couldn't go another day. It's probably going to change on you. So we're, like I said, we're, we're close to something here, um, some sort of change, but um, we'll see. Let's go back to one of the things you said, which is guys are excited about shipping. So, but then you followed that with saying shipping's still not great. So let's talk just briefly about transportation. We're still seeing lack of trucks, seeing lack of cars. Like what, give me an, give me an update on that. Cars are okay. Cars are moving. Um, I feel like at least, well, for what I know out of Canada, right? Rail cars seem pretty good. Ken may have a, a different. No, I agree. Yeah. They're, they're fine. Yeah. So I Mills like are actually reducing the number of cars they're ordering. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're kind of de-inflating the amount of loaders they need in anticipation yeah. of it being slow. So cars really aren't a major issue from what I see either. Yeah. Truck trucking is still chaotic. Yeah. I don't even know what the right word word for is it. Uh, maybe, maybe ever so slightly in a couple spots in the mid-Atlantic and the south, freeing up just a tad um, out of the west. Ken's looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, apocalyptic. 
Okay. So awful. Yeah. So West West is is no fun. Uh, Mountain states, I'm assuming Toucan, I guess, or yeah, like I mean the whole Mountain states, California, Nevada, Oregon, Washington. It's all Texas, it's Texas West. Pretty much, yeah. It's you know it's a dogfight. You can't create capacity, right? Right. Well, we can't. Um, so we're still in a in a ratio of of a, a lot more product that needs to be shipped than there are trucks. So again, when I touch on that prompt shipment. Well, what does that really mean? You know, prompt a couple of years ago is a couple, you get it in two or three days, you know, sometimes the next day. If it's down the street, maybe you can get it the same day. That's prompt. Somewhere in between now and three days. Well, prompt in 2021 is like two weeks, right? So, um, again, you've got to stay in front of it. And I don't see that. That's not still not going to disappear at any time soon. Like, this is going to be an ongoing issue for quite some time. It's not just lumber, it's shipping goods. Right. You know, the, it, 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 not, not a meaner, neener by any means, but it's worth mentioning. Lumber is one of the cheapest goods for most freight carriers to move it, traditionally. And even on rail as well, it just doesn't bring as good of a return. We're not, <laughs> we're not paying the same levels that other industries are paying for freight. It's just been, I mean, in theory, if you wanted to go pay double for freight, it'd probably move quicker. But who wants to add, you know, that extra twenty percent to their lumber cost, thirty percent to their lumber cost, just to, you know, it's not not necessarily worth it. But it is worth mentioning the lumber industry in general is one of the lower returning profits for these carriers. Therefore, mm. when things get tight, it's it's very difficult. So one of the things that I'm seeing over and over again as I, you know, read about sort of the outside world's take on lumber, right? Not not necessarily right within our industry, but, you know, just go find some general news stories about what people are saying. And, you know, between rejoicing that some of the pricing is coming down with thoughts that it might come down even further, they're sort of throwing in this other thing like, oh, but we're now we're headed into hurricane season. So I guess from your perspective, what impact do you think Mother Nature might have? I mean, obviously, we have no idea what will come ashore, what will cause damage, what will cause delays. But just, you know, in your historical experience, what's your perspective on what might be in front of us during this this next weather season, so to speak? No, I think it's huge. And it's always been part of the trade, you know, um, and it always has an effect on the trade and it always will um, because they're, they, they deem the right to be because of how large a scale they are and what they affect. So absolutely. Now um, we're seeing weirder and weirder weather uh, events, um, call it global warming or whatever, whatever you want to think of it. The bottom line is like, at least out this way, I mean, wasn't there like some like catastrophic flooding or something going on in Detroit? I mean, I can live in a box a little bit, but um, I don't get out much. and I don't turn on the TV very much, honestly. But I heard something about that the other day. I've been hearing a few things. I'm not sure that was one of the immediate, but I'm also hearing about some really high temperatures. I mean, I was talking with some folks from eastern Canada where, you know, the, the temperatures might normally be in the mid-70s at this time of the year, and it was 110 degrees. So yeah, that's that's us. We, you know, here in Oregon, just outside of Portland, we just finished a three-day stretch of 100, between 110 and 118 uh, degrees. Right. That's nuts. Right. Like, my, half my yard's dead. Burned. Not because yeah. I didn't water it. Like, it's, it burnt to a crisp. Uh, Right. Yeah. The forests out here are shut down, obviously. And I I almost don't even want to say this word because I feel like I'm going to jinx everybody. This is forest fire season. 
and it's hotter than it's ever been out here. You drive around, this is one of the greenest states in the country. It's brown everywhere. This is the 4th of July weekend. There's going to be a lot of people being, being very animated with fire products. I mean, I hate that. Which, I hate that. Been banned, this up. by the way, right. just FYI, State right. of Oregon said it has a no no firework deal in right now. Right, but you know, and I I hate to even mention it, right, because no one's excited about anything like that. But uh, I do have a feeling over the next thirty days, a phenomenon like that could happen. There's a fire going on uh, Mount Shasta right now. It's it's we have it fairly under control. It's not the end of the world yet, right? But I mean. And shamelessly, I'm going to plug that. The fact that we call forest fires natural disasters is a little bit of a stretch. We could we could really do our forest some justice by cleaning them up and doing controlled burns and saving them instead of just watching them, you know, smolder every year. But um, I do think that is a factor that will be coming into play in the next 30, 60 days out in the West in yeah. a big way. And I, and I know down in South, or, you know, the, the hurricane forecast, I just pulled this up because I took a picture of this, I saw it on the news here, local broadcast here just recently. The NOAA hurricane forecast for this season is 13 to 20 named storms, 6 to 10 hurricanes, and 3 to 5 major hurricanes. So definitely above normal. But um, yes, I think it's a great question, Molly. And I think it's certainly, again, it's always going to have an effect. We, we don't know the timing of that. Um, but again, that could be another event that turns that can turn things. Um, and spark markets. It certainly has uh, from a historical standpoint in the past. And so we're kind of all hands on deck right now. We don't have any big issues like that. Um, we've had a big correction in pricing. I think people, um, greed leads markets up and down, in my, in my belief. And I think there's a, a, an opportunity here where there's some of that going on, of course. Folks need to buy wood. And if they get something like a fire breaks out or those guys are going to say, okay, you win. Like, I need some wood. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, but you didn't need anything yesterday, Bob. Well, I need 18 trucks. Can you get them here tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, it's, well, we'll have that kind of event. Mother, Mother Nature goes all in. You got to flip your cards. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps it up for us today. I really appreciate you guys and all the insight you provide. Uh, just as a touch point back, uh, it was like the fact check they do at some podcasts. I did look, and yes, it uh, looks like Metro Detroit is underwater in some areas. So you're you're right on with that, JB. Yeah. Crazy stuff. I hope everyone's really safe over the holiday weekend. I hope you guys have some fun plans and uh, that nobody sets anything on fire. Yeah, totally. No, right there with you. Thank you to all our listeners and, and have, hope everybody has a great fourth. We appreciate your support and listening. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Awesome. Well, send your questions in. These guys are ready to answer. And uh, we'll talk to you all in a couple of weeks. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.